0: Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman. I'll be reading today for days 730 and 731 of my daily Zohar reading, which corresponds to part 2 of the Zohar, page 151A and 151B. I'll be reading only in English today uh, due to time constraints with the holiday. Um, Happy New Year, everybody. I... This corresponds to page 378 of the Pritzker Edition, Zohar, volume 5, translated by Professor Daniel Matt. I'm just going to jump right in and read. Uh, This is the beginning of the last paragraph on page 378 of the Pritzker. Every Sabbath Eve heralds proceed through all those habitations of hell. Remove punishments of the wicked, for the Holy King is coming, and the day is sanctified, and he protects all. Immediately punishments disappear, and the wicked have rest. As for all those who desecrate Sabbaths and holidays publicly, punishments are withdrawn from them, but the fire of hell never subsides from for them. All the wicked of hell ask about them, Why are these ones who have no rest different from all the other wicked here? The masters of judgment answer them. These are sinners who denied the Blessed Holy One and transgressed the whole Torah because they did not observe Sabbath there. Consequently, they never have rest. All the wicked emerge from their places and are permitted to go and look upon them. One angel named Santriel goes and exhumes their body and brings it into hell before the eyes of the wicked and they see it putrefying with worms and the soul have having no rest in the fire of hell. All those wicked there surround that body and proclaim, This is so-and-so, the wicked, who did not care about the honor of his lord, denying him and denying the whole Torah. Woe is he! Better for him if he had never been created, so as not to suffer this punishment and this shame as is written they will go and stare at the corpses of the people who rebel against me for their worm will not die nor their fire be quenched isaiah sixty-six twenty-four. for their worm will not die from the body nor their fire be quenched <clears throat> from the soul and they will be de on a horror to all flesh they will be enough seeing, until all the wicked of hell say, enough of this sight. Rabbi Yossi said, certainly so, for Sabbath is equivalent to the entire Torah, and Torah is fire, since they transgressed the fire of Torah, here is blazing fire of hell, never subsiding from them. Rabbi Yehuda said afterward when Sabbath departs that angel comes and returns that body to its grave and both of them are punished each in its own aspect all this pertains while the body is still intact once it wastes away the body suffers none of these punishments and of the blessed holy one is written he does not arouse all his rage Psalm 78:38 all wicked of the world while the body is still whole with all its limbs in the grave are punished body and spirit each with its fitting punishment as soon as the body wastes away the punishment of the spirit subsides whoever should leave leaves whoever should have rest has rest whoever should become smoking ash under the feet of the righteous every single one as he deserves Therefore, how good it is, whether for the righteous or for the wicked, that the body should cling to the earth and decompose quickly in the dust and not prolong its existence, lest body and spirit be punished continually every day. For there is not a single righteous person in the world who escapes punishment in the grave, since that angel appointed over graves stands over the body and punishes it every single day. If this is so for the righteous, all the more so for the wicked. Thus, when the body has decomposed and wasted away in the dust, judgment subsides entirely, except for the pious pillars of the world who deserve for their souls to ascend to the supernal place intended for them, and they are few in the world. All those who die in the world, except for those who die in the Holy Land, all die by the hand of the destroying angel, who is the angel of death. All those who die in the holy land do not die by his hand, but rather by the hand of the angel of mercy, who rules the land. Rabbi Yitzchak said, "If so, what is so praiseworthy about Moses, Aaron, Aaron, and Miriam, of whom is written by the mouth of Yehudah Vavhei, Numbers thirty-three, thirty-eight, Deuteronomy thirty-four, five? Meaning that these did not die by the hand of that destroying angel, for you say that everyone in the whole world." Who dies in the land of Israel does not die by the hand of this one. Footnote 546. Moses, Aaron, and Miriam are said to have died by a divine kiss, not by the angel of death. But if everyone who dies in the land of Israel likewise avoids the angel of death, then what is so special about those three individuals? See Baba Batra wants seventeen A seventeen A over six the angel of death has no dominion Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. Moses, Aaron, and Miriam, because of them is written that they died by the mouth of vav But if Miriam is not written by the mouth of vav Vavhe, Rabbi Elazar said, Miriam also died by a kiss, but why is by the mouth of Yudhevavhe not said of her? Because, because such an expression would be unseemly describing vav Vavhe kissing a woman. That's weird. Interesting. Um, Back to the text. Okay, now we're uh, on page 151b. Back to the text. He replied, Certainly so, Moses, Aaron, and Miriam are more praiseworthy than all inhabitants of the world outside the Holy Land. For Moses, Aaron, and Miriam died outside the land, and all died by the hand of that destroyer, except for Moses, Aaron, and Miriam, who died solely by the hand of the Blessed Holy One. However, those who die in the Holy Land do not die by the hand of the destroyer, since the land is not subject to foreign dominion, but rather to the dominion of the Blessed Holy One alone of this is written your dead will live my corpses will r- arise awake and shout for joy O dwellers of the dust Isaiah 26:19 your dead will live these dead of the holy land who are his dead and not of another since the other side has no power there at all so it is written your dead nevelati my corpses will arise those dead who died in another foreign land by the hand of the destroyer so they are called nevelah carrion as carrion defiles by carrying so those dead from outside the land defile by contact so they are nivela and the slaughter rendered unfit by slaughtering derives from the other side and as soon as it becomes unfit the other side settles upon it and since it is his and he settles upon it it is called nivela carrion This mystery is Naval, Nabal is his name, and Nivela, disgrace, is with him, 1 Samuel 25, 25. So wherever he dwells is called Nivela, this Menuval, repulsive one, dwells only in an unfit place, so any unfit slaughtering is his and is named after him. Consequently, the dead are outside of the land, under alien dominion, and upon whom the other side settles. Are called nevela awake and shout for joy, o dwellers of the dust isaiah twenty six nineteen dwellers dwellers sleeping, not dead, and who are they the sleepers of Hebron Hebron, who are not not dead but asleep, therefore gasping is applied to them, like one who gasps, yet has has the endurance to be aroused, so too those four couple couples of Hebron are sleeping, not dead, and they all exist vitally, those bodies of theirs, and they know hidden secrets more than anyone else in the world, their bodies are hidden there in the entrance of the Garden of Eden, and these are called dwellers of the dust. Footnote 551, here this phrase alludes to Adam and Eve, and the three patriarchs and their wives, Abraham and Sarah, Isaac and Rebekah, Jacob and Leah, who Lie sleeping in the cave of Machpelah, though they are not really dead. The verb gimel vav ayin to gasp, breathe one's last, is used in connection with the death of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, which, according to Rabbi Yehuda, indicates that none of them actually died. According to the Zohar, the cave of Machpelah leads to the Garden of Eden. Back to the text. So all those whose souls depart in the holy land such a soul does not depart by the hand of that destroyer who has no power there but by the hand of the angel of mercy and whose share lies the holy land there is a place in civilization where that destroyer has no power and has been given no authority and all those who dwell there do not die until they leave the town there is not one person dwelling there who does not die there is not one person dwelling there who does not die and they all die like other people but not in the town why is that because they cannot remain constantly in town rather some leave and some enter and so they all die Footnote 552 this there's a place in civilization the town of luz where the angel of death has no sway only when its residents venture outside the town are they vulnerable According to Judges one twenty two twenty six, when the tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh were scouting uh, Bethel, formerly called Luz, their patrols saw a man leaving the city. They said to him, show us the way into the city and we'll treat you kindly. He showed them the way into the city. They put the city to the sword, but they let the man and his family go. The man went to the city, uh, the land of the Hittites, and he built a city and named it Luz, and that is its name to this day. The secret entrance to Luz is identified in a Midrashic tradition in the name of Rabbi Pinchas, son of Hama, Brishit Rabba 69 8. Luz, an almond tree, stood at the entrance of a cave. The almond tree was hollow, and through the almond tree one entered the cave, and through the cave the town. Regarding the second town of Luz in the land of the Hittites, another rabbinic tradition reports, Sota 46b, quote, that that is the loose in which they dye the blue for Tzitzit. That is the loose against which Sunar Cherib uh, marched without disturbing it, i.e., plundering it and exiling, exiling its inhabitants, against which Nebuchadnezzar uh, marched without destroying it. And even the angel of death has no permission to pass through it. But when the old people there become weary of life, literally when their mind becomes loathsome, loath- loathsome to them they go outside the wall and die the immortal city of Luz shares its name with the immortal bone of the human body supposed to be at the base of the spine this bone shaped like Luz an almond is an almond is said to be indestructible and from it God will one day resurrect decomposed bodies back to the text Why does that destroying angel have no power there? If you say that it is not in his domain, then what about the the Holy Land, which is not under alien dominion and people still die? Why do they not die in that place? If you say because of holiness, there is no place in all of civilization as holy as the land of Israel. And if you say because of that man who built it, there have been many inhabitants of the world whose merit was greater than his. Rabbi Yitzchak said, I have not heard, and I will not speak. They came and asked Rabbi Shimon. He said to them, Certainly the Angel of Death has no power over this place, and the Blessed Holy One does not want anyone to ever die there. And if you say that previously in that place, before it was built, people did die, not so. Rather, since the day that the world was created, that place has been primed for existence. Here is a mystery of mysteries for those who contemplate the essence of wisdom. When the Blessed Holy One created the world, he created it by the mystery of letters, and letters revolved and created the world by engravings of the holy name letters revolved and surrounded the world with their engravings when they were revolving and the world was expanding and being created and the letters were circling to create the blessed holy one said enough be completed with yud the letter tet remained in that place suspended in the air tet is life so it is a good sign for someone if he sees tet in a dream and life is enhanced for him therefore Since it was suspended above that place, death has no dominion there. That's it for today's reading. Take care.